Hey everybody, it's your boy Buzz from Bulls on Tap and Socks on Tap, brought to you by ontapsportsnet.com. And I want to talk to you about something. These podcasts are now presented by Manscaped. If you're looking for the best manscaping products on the planet, go to manscaped.com and browse their awesome selection. The Lawnmower 3.0 brings you 7,000 RPMs of skin safe technology so you don't nick your balls or any other sensitive areas. Want to keep your boys fresh all day? No problem. Go and pick up the ball toner and deodorant so you're fresh all day long. Go to manscaped.com and use promo code ONTAP to get 20% off and free shipping and handling on all your manscaping needs. Welcome to Bulls on Tap. I am your boy Buzz, and I'm joined by my dude Goose, aka Bulls Scripted. And we are here after a heartbreaker, um, a heartbreaking loss to the Golden State Warriors, 129 to 128. Before we get into this episode, be sure to go to ontapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at ontapsportsnet at Bulls on Tap. Follow my dude Goose. At Bull Scripted, following me at Buzz on Tap, and anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can listen to us. So be sure to give us a five star rating and review. Who? That one was crazy, bro. Um, from start to end, a sloppy, crazy, exciting dogfight kind of game, and um, it just it didn't go the Bulls' way, and. I just, I don't know, like, I'm not overly upset, like, when it first happened, I was just kind of like, ah, okay, you know, I'm gonna go grab the beer, I'm gonna drink this pain away, and I'm gonna call it a day, but then I sit there and think about it, I know what this team is, you know, it is it is what it is kind of thing, but there are good things to talk about before we get into the depression sort of thing, so, um, I don't know where you want to start, bro. <laughs> Let's let's start with the guy that we've bagged on the most this season because he actually showed up and decided to play basketball tonight in Wendell Carter Jr. Yeah. 22 points, 13 rebounds, 4 assists. Still some defensive plays where I'm looking at him like, dude, why, why are you just standing there? Like, why are you, like, not, like, contesting that? That's, like, your job. But outside of that, overall, tonight was a million times better than we've seen. Four or five starters with over 20 points. Um from a young core, I guess uh, we we got what we asked for at the end of our uh, curse filled podcast last night. We got a competitive game. We lost by one point to Steph Curry on a horrible night. Uh, definitely a game we should have won, but maybe at the end of the season we'll be looking at this coming up. I'm really glad we lost that game by one point. We're ahead of so and so in the lottery, and now we have better odds. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, uh, credit to credit where uh, credits due here to Wendell Carter Jr. What a fucking game for him! Eight for nine from the field. Um, you know, I mean, he, he hit his first three pointer of the season tonight. Uh, Twenty two points, uh, thirteen boards, four from being offensive boards, four assists. He he played a good game tonight. That's for damn sure. Um, I'm going to have a little bit of a bitch here about that. Uh, hit your fucking free throws. I know you could do it. You know, this game this game uh, looks different if we hit our damn free throws here. We went twenty three. 
for 31 for the charity stripe tonight. Um, Lowry Markinen, got to get into that right now. Aggressive, 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 aggressive. Um, he goes four for seven from downtown, seven for 13 from the field. He leaves the game. It's now being called a calf contusion. Um, so at least we have that. Uh, it didn't sound super, super serious. So hopefully he'll be okay and he'll be back because I was totally worried when he uh, started limping off the court there in the fourth. I I mean, it's obviously, you know, just of course it's going to fucking happen, right? You know, of course it's just that's going to happen. Guys playing for a contract. He's playing in Fuego. He's, he's, he's kicking ass. And then, and then he fucking gets hurt. But great game by Lowry Markinen all around. Defensively, too, man. I, I give him credit. He was moving. He was contesting. He was battling. And I, I really liked what I saw out of him tonight. See, I think it's a very different look when we get Lowry at center. And I know a lot of people have been opposed to it because of certain looks that we saw last year with Jim Boylan. But I think that's going to happen when you're at center and Ryan Archidiak knows that small forward. Um, when you can play the overall size game with Pat Williams, Otto Porter, and Lowry at the five, Lowry's able to do what he does best, and that's pull a big man out of the paint and create driving lanes and just be that gravity pull that has to be respected by the big man who doesn't want to be out there because his job's down low. So when the Bulls... Don't play Joel Embiid and players like that. And even in those games against the Sixers, when Joel's sitting out, when you can put Lowry at the five comfortably, um, it is a really nice look to see. Uh, so hopefully he's not hurt. Calf contusion doesn't sound too bad, but neither did foot bruise without a porter last year. So I guess we'll take it day by day. We don't play till Tuesday, right? Yeah, we don't play till Tuesday at this point, yeah. Yeah, so okay. I, I, I'm hoping that he, you know, he gets tomorrow off, you know, obviously, and and just kind of rests up, and and he'll be ready to go, like you said on on Tuesday. There, it's just, uh, my God, you just when you see somebody rolling like that, it just sucks to see. It, it, I mean, it could potentially be derailed, you know, uh, due to injury. It's just something that you don't want to see. Um, another guy we got to talk about tonight who played a hell of a game for the Bulls. And, and I, I was actually kind of surprised because he started the game off a little bit slow. That was Zach Levine. He had, he ends up finishing with 33 points, 7 boards, 3 assists, 2 steals, 2 blocks, but he did have 7 fucking turnovers. That's a problem. The turnovers for the Bulls tonight were, was a huge problem. 24 team turnovers. 24. It just... God, but on a night where everything else was, went right, 51% from the field, 41% from downtown... I mean, they suck from the charity stripe, like I said earlier. They shot 74% from there. But everything else looked good. They had out-rebounded the Warriors. They did everything that they were supposed to do to win this game. Um, those turnovers came back to bite them in the ass. But Zach found a rhythm offensively in the in the second half. It was in the first quarter, first half, he was kind of looking a little lost because, I mean, he wasn't ball-dominant. But then he started coming on strong in the second half, finding a good, you know, a good outlet for his play, so I really thought that was good. Um, Kobe White. Didn't he have, like, 16 points in the third? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the number. It yeah. was somewhere around there. Yep. I, I don't ever have the stat sheet pulled up. I just kind of wing it. But uh, kind of still disappointed in him overall tonight from point guard perspective. It's good to see that Tomas is – you know, starting to find his fit. He got the game ball last night. Um, even with all the starters playing so good, 
somebody that we have to mention, Chandler Hutchison. See, yeah, that was going to be, yeah, um, he is, he's making a case for rotation minutes, man. I mean, and, and that's when Thad Young is back. I don't see how you sit him. I honestly, I honestly I hope. I Thad Young was on the team. Wrote, well, right, I think a lot of people have. Um, but I, I honestly don't want to see <laughs> Hutchinson lose time when Thad comes back. I'd rather see Garrett Temple lose time. Um, but that's just me, and, you know, I was never really big amount of big, big Garrett Temple guy. I don't think anybody is. I'm just, you know, he does a lot of little things decently, I guess, but I, I like much. You're, you're, like, you're not a member of the Garrett Temple Temple Club? I'm not. I'm not. I didn't I didn't join that. I did not join that. Um, yeah. yeah, but, yeah, Kobe looked all right, man. He, his shot came on there a little bit, but, you know, 25-7 and seven for Kobe White. Not bad. Uh, he, he had a couple opportunities where he didn't take advantage of mismatches for Lowry. Um, it was about two or three times that happened. It actually happened twice to Wendell. Um, I think that with more repetition, maybe he'll start realizing those a little bit more, hopefully. Um, you know, not ready to give up on it yet, but that that's where we're kind of at right now. It's just uh, if I can critique now for the most part here. Uh, actually, before I critique, Otto Porter Jr. looked fucking good tonight, too. Um, give him credit where credit's due. He's coming off the bench. He's making some big things happen. He hit a huge three-pointer there in the fourth quarter um, off of Wendell Carter Jr. offensive rebound that put us ahead there. But, you know, obviously we know what happened from there. Um, yeah, we got to eliminate the turnovers. That that's just that needs to happen. And, and for people that were going nuts on Twitter about ticky-tack fouls and Steph Curry, that's, that's what's going to happen because it's Steph Curry. Well, you know the super the NBA. There's a such thing as superstar calls. It's going to happen. It's not right. You know it sucks, but it is what it is. Now, would you like to lead into the shit that occurred uh, on the final possession there of the game? Um, do we have to? No, no, we don't. I actually would. I'd rather just stop recording after us being finally fucking optimistic. Not optimistic, but us praising rather than getting into dumb shit from here on out. But uh, you know. No, I'm. I'm not sure if you're talking about the defensive possession or if you're talking about Kobe shooting a three a couple possessions earlier, where we probably should have ran a little more clock and controlled the game a little bit more. Uh, we made. Plenty of rookie mistakes down the run uh, of this game. What what are you specifically talking about? Just Damian Lee dicking us down at the buzzer? Uh, actually, the possession before that to tie the game. Um, and when I say Is by that so two, too early? that was the uh, Wiggins miss, and then you know the like three offensive fucking rebounds in a row because nobody was boxing out. Uh, okay. That's okay. that's like if you're gonna pick a moment to not. Like, give it your all. That was that moment, and it was just kind of like shit, man. Like you know, like that, like the really, like the one really bad lapse where you can actually scream at somebody, and that was it. You know that that was it, and uh, for at least for me, it was. You know that that Damian Lee dicking us down. That <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna steal a Bears on tap thing here. He fucking put his meat on the table and just fucking nailed a three in our face. There was contention there. <laughs> You know, <laughs> there was contention there, dude. Oh, like, no, it wasn't a gimme. It was not a gimme. He hit a tough Good fucking defense, shot. Better he, shot. Yeah, you know, he, he hit a tough shot. I can't, I'm can't. i not really too pissed about that. And for people that were kind of going crazy on Zach for not holding the ball longer, 
he had the opportunity to get the shot off after contact, and that was the greatest separation he was going to get. So I kind of understand taking the three. I mean, or take, I'm sorry, taking the, taking the shot. It just, it, it made sense. Um, there's not really much you could do about that. And like Billy just said in his post-game presser, he goes, I would like to hold it maybe a second, second and a half longer, but with the timeout and the Warriors getting down the fucking court as fast as they did, you know, to set that play up, it wouldn't have mattered anyway. Because, you know, with the time aspect of it all, um, so I'm not really upset about at Zach about doing that. I, I, a lot of people were, but I think that he made the right decision at the right time. Just like I said, it didn't work out. You know, they, they, they kept uh, they kept Golden State in it too long. A lot of like you said, bad mistakes were made. A lot of you know rookie, unexperienced team type shit was made against a you know a savvy vet and Steph Curry and a really good head coach and Steve Kerr, and they got the job done. No, I mean we got more than what we asked for last night. I I usually don't listen to our podcasts at all. Uh, I did listen to the one last night, and man, you, you dropped a lot of f bombs last night. Yeah, it's bro. because I was drunk <laughs> on the whiskey. That's what happens. It's, it's, it's okay. I made the same point three times in a row. So yeah, it's like like that. That's the thing is like when we like don't don't get me wrong. I think sober bulls on tap is a very very good podcast. I think that drunk bulls on tap. It really shows the the inner fans of what we are. It's like you know, it's just like man, like I'm so heart. I know what this team is, but I'm so heartbroken and pissed off. Like the alcohol unleashes like this fucking rage, and it's just like the you know the f word is the to me, and that's just usually in everyday life. But especially after hitting the whiskey, um, it just kind of starts building it and building it. So you know. Um, I haven't listened back to that one. It was like the draft night episode we did where I made the same point nine times about Pat Williams. You made the same point seven times. You're like, bro, bro, <laughs> the whole time, you know. But, yeah, yeah, no, it, it's good shit, good shit. So, no, tonight we lost by one. I Am I happy about it? No. Did it suck? Yeah. Um, but you got beat. And that's that's all it was. Like I, I don't think Zach did anything wrong on the last play. I don't think he did anything wrong on the offensive possession. We got the ball back with one point seven seconds left. You gotta get the shot when you can get it. If you don't make the bucket, Golden State doesn't have to make a three to win the game. They just have to make anything. So the Bulls put themselves in position to win a game that we didn't think they really ever had a chance to win. And although this is more of a moral victory and I'm not really one for moral victories. At least in terms of expectations, I'm not too disappointed of what happened tonight. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not uh, disappointed either. I, I, I'm really not. You know, I mean, like I said, of course, when you get fucking shot down like that to lose a game, I'm. You know, we're competitive. We love the team. That sucks. You know, like that. That sucks. I, I hate it for the guys that busted their ass because you know they don't want to lose. You know, they, oh, no. you know they don't want to fucking lose, man. That, that's not what they want. They just they just battled. They had that was the best game I've probably seen Wendell Carter Jr. play. You know, probably probably since his rookie season, yeah. That was the best game that I saw Lowry Markkinen play in a year and a half. You know, um, and and them together playing that well, you know, with the staggered minutes from Billy, really using those guys creatively. I mean, it was just amazing. You know, um, like I like I said at the beginning of the show, Zach kind of coming into his own is not 
playing hero ball with every possession. You know, like, it, there was a lot of cool things, a lot of growth that you saw. And who knows if any of these guys are here, if they're, if they're used as trade chips. We don't know what's going to happen, but with the team that we have here right now, and for these young dudes to have such a bad year that they had last year, and to come out and, and play these three games and get shellacked in two of them, and then finally are competitive uh, tonight, I do feel bad for them. I, I, I do, but... I selfishly as a fan of the team is like okay i expect them to be in the lottery i want them to get the best pick they could possibly get um but i the growth i saw from a few of them tonight was just really cool that's just kind of where i leave it you know and 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 i think i want to make it clear for everybody you're not saying you want us to tank you're you're saying that if we lose by one point every night to a better team uh even though it stings and sucks in the moment it might be for the better in the long term so if we could get one point losses every night to teams that we're not really supposed to beat i could live with it especially when your starters your core whether they stay or go played the way that they did and the the one starter that's kind of fell through the cracks here and he kind of did throughout the game except for the play that I'm about to point out, it was Patrick Williams. He was steady, uh, somewhat unremarkable, kind of blended in a lot, which isn't a bad thing. Uh, it's not really a positive, but to blend in in the NBA just shows that you fit. Uh, there wasn't any glaring issues with him tonight. He didn't have back-to-back turnovers on an inbounds play like we saw uh, last night. And the play that I really got excited about was – his transition play, where he just took it probably three-quarters length of the court and dunked the hell out of the ball in transition. Yeah, the coast-to-coast play. That was the first quarter, wasn't it? I believe that was it. Was first yeah. half. I know that for a fact. Yeah. Um, he, he, he glided down the court. I was amazed by how quick he got from one end to being head above the hoop. Um so that was promising for me, and then he had another midi on, I think it was the left side corner, uh, later in the game that was also very nice to see. So although he blended in, which isn't a bad thing for a rookie, as I've already said, because it means he didn't make any mistakes that we're talking about tonight, um, he, he continues to show singular things on the offensive end that give you hope for that high two-way upside. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and he had a tough task tonight too, Goose. I mean, he had, you know, Kelly Oubre on him a, a little bit of the time too, you know. Um, and he was having to defend Wiggins or, or or Oubre, who are guys that have not been hitting the three at a good clip lately. So they've been really trying to put their shoulders down. Tonight they were. They were putting their shoulders down trying to get into the paint a lot, you know, and those guys are struggling right now, but they're both pretty good players. I mean, I, I the stat line for Ubre and fucking Wiggins is pretty piss poor putrid. Besides plus minus three for sixteen for Kelly Ubre tonight, six for fifteen <laughs> for Wiggins. I mean, it was, you know, Wiggins did hit go two for three from downtown. He finishes with nineteen. Uh, Ubre only had eight, but we know we've seen what Ubre can do. I think he's just fitting into a new, you know, offense, and I think he's kind of being asked something that. So, you know, something that he's not used to, to to be. Like, he's not a Clay Thompson. That's not who he is. You know, uh, moving without the ball isn't really his biggest strength. 
I'd say slashing kind of is, and they just don't really use them like that. But, you know, fucking A, did right? You see the, did you see the play? I don't think it was last night. It might have even been like three or four nights ago. I don't even remember who they were playing. But Kelly Oubre just took the ball, started dribbling between like three or four defenders, <laughs> and then just threw up a mid-range shot. He ended up getting fouled. He got bailed out. But while he's going to the line, they put the camera on Steph Curry in the backcourt, cheating to get to defense like the Brown James saving steps, just laughing, like grinning, just shaking his head like, are you fucking kidding me? And they show Steve Kerr on the bench doing something similar. <laughs> but the, the, the Bulls' best defense tonight was to let Cooley, Cooley Kelly Oubre shoot the three-pointer. Yeah, yeah. That was... That was the best defense, and uh, I guess that maybe that came down to KYP. Uh, hopefully they knew that coming into the game that he was the guy they wanted shooting the ball, and that played out. Unfortunately, Damian Lee uh, can shoot better than Kelly Oubre. Steph's brother-in-law, man. <laughs> I just found that out like two minutes ago. That Damian Lee? Damian Lee? Yeah, that's Steph Curry's brother-in-law. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, we, we got dicked down by Steph Curry's brother-in-law. I don't know why that hurts me a little bit more. Like, why does that annoy me? <laughs> that annoys the shit out of me. Well, I'm try- I'm sitting here dumbfounded trying to figure out, is, like, Aisha's last name Lee? Or is it through somebody else? Like, I, I'm trying to figure out the relationship to where I haven't, I haven't hit the embarrassed that we just got, you know, Beat at the buzzer by Steph Curry's brother-in-law. I don't know. Yeah, that does sound weird. Um, he is married I, to he is married to Sidel Curry Lee, who is the daughter of Del Curry and the younger sister of teammate Steph Curry and S- Stephen Curry and Seth Curry. So yeah, he's uh, he's married to Steph okay. and Seth's sister. He's married to Seth. Yeah. The only relationship that I didn't point out because I didn't even know that Steph had a sister. So, back to Bulls basketball. Um, Damien, wow. Oh, I'm fine. See, I'm just irritated now. So, we're going to, you know. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, can everybody in that fucking family shoot threes, dude? I guess. Just by association, even. Don't even need to be blood related. Just, oh, brother of the got you at the buzzer, bitch. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Whatever. All right. Well, again, I think that it's been proven. You know, we don't want the Bulls to lose, but if if they do, it's better for the lottery pick. They're not making the playoffs. I've said that since the beginning. Is what it is. Glad to see the growth that we saw tonight. We're going to move into the next game because we got dicked down by Stephen Curry's brother-in-law. Oh, fucking. Oh, my God. All right. So, Bulls play the Wizards on Tuesday. It is a 6 p.m. Central start. Um, they're in Washington. So this is the Bulls first away game of the new season. Um, Russell Westbrook was off tonight. He did not play for Washington. Washington lost to Orlando. Um, so yeah, you know, I mean, there's not really, I don't really much to say. Yeah, yes, we do. Um, Washington's also 0-3. They're 0-2 at home. So Bulls will be heading in there. Um, obviously, we don't know what's going to be happening with Lowry Markkinen. I don't think Thad Young will be ready yet. Um, you know, uh, Bulls are heading to Washington, D.C. here for two games, and we don't know if Lowry's going to be ready. So if we're going in shorthanded, it's probably not going to be great. 
but we'll just have to see what happens. I got really no thoughts on this besides who who's picking up Russ. It's probably going to be Patrick Williams. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you that now. He's probably going to be tasked to guard Russell Westbrook um, because there's no way they're going to put Kobe or Zach on him because Russ will just – he will. He will bulldoze the shit out of either of them. It, it just yes. – that, that can't happen. He would be rocking the baby on us all yeah. night. Um, so. No, I hope Lowry's good. I think we would be all right. We do have solid depth this year, even if it's not the greatest depth. But with Hutch, Hutch can play two through four. Temple can play, you know, two, three. Uh, Pat might even be more of a natural four. So if Lowry's out, you just start Otto and Pat instead and, you know, kind of rotate accordingly behind them with the depth that you do have. Maybe you see a little more Valentine. Uh, but Sato's 6-7, so you can throw him in situations too. There's a lot of ways they can work it without Lowry. Uh, obviously, it would be a bummer. He has been a uh, big fuel to our offense every game this season so far. So hopefully he's good to go. Uh, back-to-back with the Wizards, I think that might actually be two winnable games. They're a team that's not that great from last year, retained a lot of the same pieces. Obviously, they had one big change in addition um, in Russ, but that chemistry is not there, and we've seen Russ put up some clunkers before. So I am curious, uh, though, to watch. I, know, I mean, obviously, I haven't got to watch Washington Wizards basketball yet. Um, I haven't really got to tune into a game, and Russ was off tonight. But I am curious to see how he works with a guy like John Wall. Or, I'm, I'm sorry, a guy like Bradley Beal opposed to John Wall. Um, because, you know, John Wall, I mean, very good facilitating point guard. He kind of, I mean, he's just not as explosive as Russ. And I, I, I want to see that backcourt together. I want to see what that looks like. You know, um, I, I really do. I, I wonder if that's, you know, a better pairing than Russ and PG was, honestly. You know, I, I'm just kind of curious. As a basketball fan, I'm curious to see how they develop through the season. Um is any time we play Russ, I mean, you know how Russ is a fucking tank. I He's one of my favorite players in the NBA. You know, I mean, I'm definitely scared shitless of the dead. He's intense as fuck. I mean, if he's on, he's on. He's, you know, top 10 in the league when he's on. You know, um, even with a struggling year that he had last year in Houston with James Harden. But I am curious to see how that works out. And then, you know, to your point, for, you know, tomorrow, you know, we have guys that can guard him for sure. I'm just looking for a big game. I'm looking for another big game out of Wendell. I'll just throw it out uh, here now. I want to. I want to see consistency from him because I really don't think we have Lowry. So I want to see what he could do. But. No consistency from Wendell has been a key factor for this team to start the season. Points in the paint still has to get better, uh, but decision-wise, intensity-wise, production-wise, you cannot argue with eight out of nine. Um, he played smart basketball. He played, played intense basketball. He played like he wanted to wear a Bulls jersey. And that was awesome. Hopefully that does continue. We can't have doses of it. For most of these guys outside of Pat and Kobe, you've been together. This is your third season together now. There's no more excuses. Um, so hopefully we get more. 20-point-plus games from all four of them. Maybe Pat slides in there with 22, and we just score, you know, 100 points in our starting lineup, and everything's amazing. And then we don't care if we win or lose. Yeah, but yeah absolutely. Let's, let's hope for at least a split with the Wizards. 
that that's my expectation for the next two games coming up. Yeah, Get a split. Yeah, that's definitely fair. That, that's definitely fair. I, I, I'd i be cool with that, too. You know, like I said, growth. We saw growth tonight. Um I'm going to listen to Zach Levine's press conference and stuff like that. I'm probably going to get an article up tomorrow at ontapsports.com, you know, just over the, these weekend games and kind of the growth that we did see, and hopefully they could build off of that. That's all I have for this episode. We'll be back Tuesday night. Um, actually, we're both going to be on a podcast tomorrow, too. We're, we're guesting on a podcast. You're doing that with me, right? Yes. Yes. That is correct. I, I spaced on it, but yes, that is correct. Yeah, so we'll be uh, we'll be uh, guesting on a podcast. I want to make sure I get the friggin' name of the podcast right. It's the damn near pod. Um, we'll be uh, guesting on that tomorrow, and then man, no days off for us, buddy. <laughs> no days off. No days off. So, uh, but it's all good. It's all good. We'll be back Tuesday with the Bulls on tap. Uh, tomorrow we'll be featured on that damn near pod. So you can check us out there as well. Um, be sure you're going on tapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap, at ontapsportsnet. Following Goose at Bulls Scripted. Following me at Buzz on Tap. And again, anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us. So give us a five-star rating and review. We'll be back Tuesday night after the Bulls play the Wizards. Let's go Bulls.